We here at Racket Rock would like to thank our patrons. Severick. Michael Hopkins. Yodlitz. Brownie Davis. Dead Gunner. Michael Drescher. James Burns. Michael Davis. Stephen Vest. Steve Araiza. Carl Black. And William Wilson. Thanks, everyone. Boom, boom, boom. Now recording. That was my that was my Craig impersonation. Hope you all enjoyed it. It was pretty good. I've been I've been working on it every night, practicing it. Um, didn't bother to prep for the game at all. Just been practicing my my Craig impersonation. Um, hey everybody, welcome to another Ragnar Rock actual play. Um. I'm Ryan, and tonight we're going to be playing uh, Delta Green. I'm going to be the handler. Um, this is Impossible Landscapes uh, Session 6. Um, we are still in the Night Floors scenario, so um, hopefully we will get to make some progress on that tonight. Um, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourself? Ah, and I'm playing uh, Philip Garnett, who is works for the FBI as the uh, as he doing. He does something at the FBI. It's been a while. I forgot what he did. I think he does uh, forensics. Wow. And uh, yeah, he likes conspiracy theories. He doesn't like to listen to you know. Uh, to what's his name's uh that guy the guy what's that guy's name he doesn't like JFK assassination theories he hears it a lot and uh that's about it alright um why don't we move along to ACOS I'm Alex and I will be playing Dr. Melinda Crabtree. She is a, a cult analyst for the FBI. She specializes in fringe religious groups. And she has already broken, and now she's addicted to cigarettes and adapted to helplessness. She has not been having a good time with this investigation. All right. Uh, Mr. Cristobal. Okay, my character's name is Al Eckert. He's a U.S. Marshal um, and amateur boxer. The end. And last but not least, we have Mr. Jimmy Jam Jam. Hello, I'm Mr. Jimmy Jam Jam. I will be playing Dr. Benjamin P. LaHooser. He is a, uh, you know, part on the private side. Uh, he designs random uh, things for the... Uh, you know, for the for the people that that hire him to to capture things, like he has no idea really what he's what they're made for. But you know, he he has an idea. It's like because they ask for odd requests, you know, like things that can see things that aren't there. You know, I got to design things for that. But uh, uh, he is getting ready for his, I believe, third marriage. Um, yes, uh, he he uh, he has uh, an ex wife, Cindy. Uh, another ex wife, Candy. Uh, both with an eye, and uh, his current fiance is Megan. 
And uh, he lied to her. Nope, uh, no eye in that one. I think he realized the pattern and decided to break it. So, uh, yeah, so he had to lie to her uh, about going on to an emergency meeting to come to this, uh, you know, uh, investigation. So let's hope he doesn't run into her. Oh, yeah, he gave her his credit card and uh, told her to plan the wedding and have fun. So, yep, I don't have that weighing on my mind. Yeah, I, I hope you. Do, I hope you realize that uh, she's going for the full DJ package, like with the with the up lighting and the fog machine. Uh, she's buying all of the all of the handouts and giveaways. Um, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough getting that bill uh, at the end of the month. Um, all right, so it has been quite some time since we have played. Uh, what do you guys remember about last time? Well, I remember. Uh, let's see. They uh, we in, they investigated. Uh, Chris and uh, Alex and James investigated the uh, building. They wanted to uh, do like a. They wanted to like do a layout of the, the floors in the during the day. And then at night, we uh, we went to the other hotel. Where, uh, Melinda, she, I don't know, she, like, entered the, she, you know, she, she entered it with her mind, and then they said, it's not ready yet, and then this people almost killed her. That's all I remember. Yeah, she, she was in some kind of liminal space, um... And there were there were threatening figures in trench coats and uh, gas mask gas masks carrying uh, shotguns, who were approaching her with obviously malicious intent. Right, and I I gave one of my business cards with my number on it to Carlo, who was the hotel bellhop, and told him to give it to Mister J C Linz, who is the the uh, author. Oh no no. Was he? No, the architect was uh, Aza Darabandi. Yeah. I asked him to give it to Mr. Darabandi, who apparently lives at the hotel, uh, and tell him to call me. Um, something else notable that happened last time, you guys discovered uh, a body. Somebody had hanged themselves in one of the upper apartments. Um, the person was, uh, wearing a robe and, uh, sort of a, a chintzy mask, um, and they had a pamphlet on them for something called Encounter Group, um, with a, with a, uh, like a, like a church basement, uh, in, in Boston listed as the meeting place. You guys did manage to, you know, do a do a pretty accurate layout of the building during the day. Uh, there doesn't seem to be, you know, very much, if anything, odd about the building during the day that you can that you found so far. Um, but at night, there are those uh, pesky extra floors and um, rooms that don't usually exist that that pop up. Um, so I'll say that. Um, you guys, uh, we, we said um, you, you guys were in um, Madison Square Park uh, looking for the Hotel Broad Albin when um, 
Melinda had her episode. I described there being like a cafe there. Uh, so we'll say we'll pick it up right where we left off from last time. We'll say that you guys have gotten Melinda like a cup of tea or something. Um, and, and you're, you know, starting to regroup. Um, so what's your next move? It's still night, I suppose. Right? We did. Ah, uh, yeah. You guys, you guys went across town. Um, it's it's probably it's probably getting a little later, like uh, closer to eleven thirty midnight at this point. But it's it's still night. Uh, yeah, Melinda is is drinking tea with with shaky hands that are less shaky than they were a little a few minutes ago. Well. Uh, something is definitely happening here. But we we already knew that. Well, uh, could you explain to us a little bit more about what happened to you? I I don't know. I I just concentrated on the hotel, and there was a hotel, but... The, the bellhop said it, it wasn't my time yet, or I wasn't, I wasn't supposed to be there yet. Uh, the, the author apparently hadn't written me into that part yet. Uh, it's what it sounded like. And then uh, those, those men with the shotguns, the ones that you said you saw when you went to the, the lounge area, they, they, were, they were coming right at me, and I, I backed out at the last second, and then I was... Standing on the streets with a terrible headache. Mm. Yeah, you looked like you were having a stroke. I uh, well, I I don't know what that looks like, but uh, I I apologize for scaring you all. As long as you feel okay now and that you feel, well, I, I guess relatively safe as opposed to before. Well, I don't see men with shotgun coming at me, so that's a plus. So what do we do next? Well, I think we should go back to the building and we probably need to look at those night floors. If our if our job is to find this Abigail Wright, then that's where we find her. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me, too. I mean, we could, we could spend weeks trying to catalog everything in her room, but we are on somewhat of a timetable. We all have other lives to get back to, and our excuses are only going to hold out for so long. Um, just to remind you guys, uh, your your official your official mission from the program is sort of to identify, well, not sort of, to identify if there's any kind of supernatural influence at play here, uh, and if there is, put a stop to it. Um, 
Well, we know the answer to that first part. Yeah, yeah. Um... Well, uh, we should uh, contact the handler first, in case anything goes sour. That's true. Let them know what we what we know up till now. Um, I also think before we head upstairs, we should uh, stop back at the apartment of. Did I write? I didn't write her name down. The woman across the hall. Who has a copy of the King in Yellow? Or the woman? Uh, Miss, Miss Van Miss Van Fitz. Yes, <clears throat> that one. I will put her name in chat. There we go. Uh, you said it was like eleven o'clock. Uh, closer to midnight now. We're in New York City, right? You think there's anywhere I could buy some rope? Yeah, probably. All right. Oh, also, well, uh, Melinda is is smoking. Well, since it's the '90s, she's smoking in the diner while she's drinking her tea because she could do that. I don't think you could. I think it stopped in the '80s. No, you could smoke inside until the 2000s. Well, I guess it also depends on where. Yeah. Anyway, I'd like to stop off and get some rope and some duct tape, I think, on the way to the... back to the building. That's not suspicious Um, at all. Well, that's what I'm doing. Um... Yeah, there's there's probably there's probably a, a bodega where you can buy like a roll of duct tape and uh, it's it's not it's not like a thick rope it's it's probably like a you know um, with a nylon cord would be fine yeah it it would it would be like a, like a, a centimeter thick nylon cord kind of kind of narrow the the plan is to tie that door we're gonna go through open. So, as long as it'll work for that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you, you stop and, and pick up supplies. Anybody else want to do anything before they head back to um, the McAllister building? I forget. Did we have, like, a laptop with a portable modem that we were using to email the handler? Or did we have to go to, like, an internet cafe? Because that was the I only way we had to. In the, in the room. Yeah, I think, I think um, computer. yeah, Doctor Lahuzaher has a has an old uh, okay. a DOS machine. Uh, you mean a brand new DOS machine? Right, top of the line. Yep. The best of the best. I got it at the Wiz because you know nobody beats the Wiz. Oh, I always go to Radio Shack. They're going to be around forever. Melinda, Melinda loves her Tandy machines. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so yeah, um, Hal makes a little detour, and if nobody else has anything else they want to do, then you all arrive back at the McAllister building. Um, uh, Melinda, as you as you approach, um, you you 
kind of go fuzzy for a second and and mm-hmm. you get that sensation again where uh you you glance up and you just you just see the building um raising up and up and up into the sky infinitely um and then you you shake it off and um you're you're back in reality no no sand check or anything because at this point you're just sort of inured to it yeah yeah that's what happens it's uh it's bigger on the inside um so i will say that you guys um are, are you headed to um abigail's apartment first or are you just going to head right upstairs Abigail's the one with the play and the hatchet. No, uh, Abigail's the woman who disappeared. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I think we should head to Abigail's apartment first because that's where uh, Doctor Lahuzaher had his computer. I think. So yep. we need to we need to email our handler first, and I guess basically right. just just infoed up to our handler so that when we inevitably die, our replacements can pick up where we left off. In that case, um, you open the door and you find that somebody has uh, shoved something um, through into the apartment. And the thing that you find is this. Okay. It is the... uh, File labeled Scene 2. Oh, God. Hmm. Well, do we want to just read our parts? Because... This is us. Um, hold on one second, guys. I will... I'm sorry about that, honey. Also, I got your gift. Um, everybody, everybody find it. Sorry about that. Alan needed to talk to me for a minute. Apparently your cat did something. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Woodstock jumped out of the litter box while still pooping. Um, dropped a nugget of poop on the mat in front of the litter box. And it scared him. Scared himself and ran. Yeah, that sounds like Will. Yep. Definitely a Will behavior. Remember when you used to say Will instead of stock? It's a great story that way. 
All right. So I guess in that case, uh, since you guys are taking the parts, I will uh, I will read the stage directions and the other part that isn't any of you. Okay. All right. Um, scene, a long, endless hallway, doors on either side recessing unto infinity in the distance. Enter federal agents, guns drawn, looking haggard. This is hopeless. We're never going to find this girl. I think we should stay positive. Maybe she's in here somewhere. Abigail! She hasn't answered yet. Like I said. James, that's you. Oh, sorry, I looked over to one part of it. I know, I know. Try to stay positive. We've been wandering around here for hours, and there's no sign of her. Shh! Did anyone else hear that? The agents fall, fall silence, weapons at the ready. A figure, Langford, lurches out of the shadows toward them, haggard and deranged. He has been trapped here for months. Oh, thank Christ. You have to help me. Please, please get me out of here. The agents huddle around him and he falls into their arms, weeping. They fawn and fret over him like a lost child. Melinda brushes a lock of his scraggly hair aside. Don't worry, sunshine. You're safe here with us. Please. Help me. There, there. Why don't you sit over there and have a nice nap? The agents lead Langford into a doorway and lean him up against the wall. Remember, you're safe with us. Go to sleep, sunshine. Go to sleep. Go to sleep, sunshine. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Langford continues to weep. Sunshine, and then it is at the night time, right? It's, yeah, it's nighttime now. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying sunshine, you know. It, oh, and okay. ev- It happens at night, everything. So, it's something with day-night cycles. And we're calling well, it honestly, sunshine. This is, the sh- this is the shoddy writing. Also, I don't have a weapon, so this is this is inaccurate. I can't be walking down with weapons drawn. I don't have a weapon to draw. Maybe we find it some some up there. Yes, I suppose. Uh, why are we talking in unison like we are, you know, like in a cult? I do I do find it odd that our behavior seems to change as soon as this Langford person shows up. One second, there's... Do we know a Langford? That's what I'm checking. 
not that I'm aware of. There's no there's no Langford in the building. Uh, I don't have any Langford in my notes. Although according to the script, he's been trapped there for months, so who knows? Do any of you have any contacts with the NYPD? See, maybe find out if there's a missing person report filed for a, a, a Langford? If anybody has a bureaucracy of, say, 50 or above, you can probably make a call. It is very late at night, though, so... I'm at nice. 51. Well, that would be 50 or above. All right. Um, so, so who do you call? Uh, I call Ghostbusters. my buddy. Yes, the Ghostbusters, obviously. Uh, mm -hmm. I call Detective Johnson. Okay. Um, do I go to a payphone or do I use the phone in the room? Up to you. Is there a phone in the room? Uh, there is. There is, yes. Is it attached to the wall like everything else? Uh, it is. <laughs> it does sort of look like it is supposed to be attached to the wall, though. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I'll, I'll use the one in the room. Okay. Um, so, Detective Johnson uh, picks up... <sighs> oh, good, you're at your desk. Yeah. Unfortunately, who the hell is this? Uh, oh, it, it's it's Lahoozer. Uh, yeah, somebody better be de dead or dying for you to un interrupt my this uh, this graveyard shift. Uh, yeah, it's a quiet uh, well, night. Uh, uh, I got a question. Um, you, you know, you you know how I kind of do stuff on the side, right? You know, like you know stuff that does weird things you know and then I, anyway uh i need i need you to look up uh, a person the only thing i have on them is langford um is he a missing person a wanted person do you have anything like that maybe he came up in the system in any way uh i it 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 is kind of imperative apparently he's been missing for months according to a paper that somebody had look, I, I can't go into detail i just need to know what you can find on this langford person Sure, why the hell not? I'm bored. I'll call you back in 15. Thanks, buddy. You're the best. Alright. So, he phones you back. Um, he says, uh, yeah, we, we've got a missing person uh, by the name of Langford. Um... Give me all the deets. Okay. Um, he's a 9X telephone maintenance engineer. Um, he hasn't been he hasn't been seen since March. Uh, he went out on a job. Um, has not been ha, uh, didn't report back to work at the end of the day. Um, 
was his job at the address that I'm at right now? I, I read off the address that I'm at because I don't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, he checks the file. He goes, "Yep, that was uh, that was one of the one of the places he was supposed to visit that day." What was his first name? David. Uh, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate all this information. Um, if you come across anything else, give me, give me, give me a holler. Uh, I, if Uber Eats was a real thing right now, I would send you a box of donut and coffee, but it's not. So I'm just going to have to hand deliver it to you the next moment I get something free. You're a weird guy, loser. He just hangs up on you. <laughs> so yeah apparently that guy was supposed to work here uh and he disappeared um yeah and that was a couple of months ago back in march hmm. yeah the day he disappeared i just found it is uh 20 march 1995 and we're in june now um, August. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, will uh, one or two of you be kind mm. enough to come with me upstairs to to speak to Ms. Van Fitz? Not upstairs. Upstairs. Not yet, anyway. I, I I wouldn't mind coming with you. I I I don't think she's met me yet. That was the one with the the axe, right? It doesn't like yes. the cops. So yeah, maybe I'll stay away. She's not gonna like me on sight. You know, she she shut she slammed the door in my face, so I don't think I should go up there either. Yes, well, I'm sure she'll recognize me, but I figure. Two is better than one in this regard. Well, I mean, if you're just going up and expecting her to try and kick us out immediately, then I suppose it doesn't hurt if I come, but... Oh, I guess that is, that's exactly what I'm suspecting, if not for her to turn violent. Well, then maybe we should all go. Then go right up to the, the, the night floors right after. Yeah, I guess so. Uh... Oh, oh. I mean, we could all go, but uh, only have two of us kind of visible and the other two there for backup. And then if things turn south, we have backup. All right. Um, yeah, sounds good. Um, okay. Uh, so in that case, uh, you guys head upstairs uh, to Miss Van Fitt's apartment. Um, you see from the other side of the door, um, there is a, there is a light on, um, the, the lights in the hallway flicker momentarily, um, and the door is slightly ajar. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> I guess those of us that have a weapon should draw it and approach... Cautiously? No, why are we drawing our weapons? 
because the door is ajar and the lights flickered, there might be danger or wep or something. Usually that means a break-in. The lights of the hallway flickered. Well, most people aren't in the habit of leaving their front door open. It does usually point to a break. Well, then by all means, you armed gentlemen can go first. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go first. I'll have my gun not pointed, but drawn. And I will kind of peer through the crack in the door first. Okay, uh, you take in the room. Um, mm. There is a, a small kitchenette, um, a living room. Uh, there's a, a bedroom nook. Um, and you catch sight of, on the other side of the, of the, uh, of the living room, um, there's an archway that opens up into a library. And looking at it, you you realize that the library can't possibly exist in this building. Um, it is it is too broad. It would stick out over the side of uh, it would jut out into the into the building next to it. Um, Does it look like the library I saw on the the, the lounge? Uh, no, it is it is much larger. Um, it it actually it actually looks kind of like a, a reading room. There are uh, like at a university or a public library. Um, there are there are rows of tables with um, with uh, reading lamps set up. You know the the uh, with the with the green coverings on them, the green shades, um, and just uh, shelves and shelves of books. That was um, a lot like so, the library we saw upstairs. Well, no, the up, the library upstairs was was a shelf of book books in like a smoking lounge. No, there was a door that was the door we came through and we opened it, and instead of being back to the building, it was a library. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, then then yes, it does resemble that somewhat. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna peer back and whisper. Uh, was there a giant library in there before? One that couldn't possibly fit in the building? Uh, I didn't see a library, but her home was bigger on the inside than it could have been. I'm gonna... There's, there's no one in this room. Just peek in. How different does it look? Um, it, it looks pretty much like the apartment that you saw um, previously... Um, with the exception of there's, there's this big open archway that leads into an impossible room. Um, by the way, give me, give me a, a sand check, uh, against a natural. Oh. Thanks, Chris. You could have said no. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that's both of us. Um, well, ACOS would have seen it already. You went in there at night, oh, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so I definitely saw, like, too. there's... Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. The room on the other side of the arch 
It's a different room now. Huh. She's redecorated, it seems. Yeah, I, I thought you might have mentioned that, uh, giant library last time if it had been there. Um, so how'd you do on that sand check? Am I rolling against? Um, it's your, your sand score, uh, but it's, it's an, an unnatural check. I don't know what an unnatural check means. Um, it's impossible. 49 and I rolled a 58, so I think I failed. Okay. So hang on a second. You lose four sand. Um, okay. So there are there are three kinds of sand checks. There's um, violence, helplessness, and the unnatural. Um, you can get you can get hardened to violence and and helplessness, but not the unnatural. Okay. Um, well, I'm one away from my breaking point, apparently. Um, so yeah, you, you push the door open slowly. Uh, nobody, nobody is in the apartment. Um, you think, Um, you think you can hear, um, music like a, like a phonograph playing. Uh, it sounds, it sounds brassy, um, like, like an old recording of a, of a bebop record from the thirties. Um, just ve- very distant, maybe maybe coming from a few rooms away. Well, there's there's no one right in the the front room. The two way I see it. We the two ways I see we could do this is sneak in and see if we can find the. We're looking for the play, right? Yeah, the king in yellow. Maybe see if we can just take it and. And leave before anyone notices, or I can yell in and announce us, which I don't consider, I don't expect would go well, but maybe not as poorly as if we were discovered tossing the place. Uh, well, we could definitely uh, announce ourselves, but I think that might be a bad idea. All right. Well then, I'm gonna push the door open and take a couple steps in. Let's see if we can find it. Okay. Um, so Hal, go ahead and and make me a make me a sneak check. You can make it at a plus ten percent. Okay. Stealth. Yeah. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, because there is no sneak. All right. I just wanted to make sure there wasn't another skill I was missing. Uh, I would like to go in with him. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I stealth on in. Okay, 26 out of 30, um, or 26 out of 40, actually, because you gave me plus 10. Yeah, um, Ben, you, you can have the same plus 10 if you like. I am not sneaky, so I'm going to stay in the hall. I'll tell them what the book looks like. All right, well, I got 27 out of, uh, with the plus 60 would be, with the plus 10 would be 60. Okay. So it's 27 okay. out of 50, but normally. Um, so you guys, you guys sneak into the room. 
Um, you you look around; she's nowhere to be found. Um, e- even in the library, um, there, there's nobody. There's nobody there. Eerily enough, though, there's there's books that have been left open on the tables as if someone had been reading them. Um, you you can even see uh, there's a there's a cigarette smoldering in an ashtray. Um, next to next to one of the chairs um if you want to if you want to search the place uh go ahead and make me search or um anybody have search at 60 or better mine is at 71 but also i rolled before you said that and i rolled a 33 which i think is a crit there you go um so (laughs) i'll just you you go you go right to her right to her bookshelf um you you figure she would keep it probably in in here for whatever reason um you look through um uh, a lot of a lot of her titles are are lit crit um it it looks like uh it looks like she she does a lot of um deconstruction um there's um there's some books by Derrida and and like the Purloin Poe, uh, lots of um, you, you know uh, cerebral lit crit stuff, um, and on the bottom shelf, kind of kind of shoved behind some things, uh, you find a red book with uh, no markings on the spine and no markings on the um, on the cover either. Um, you, you open it up and flip through it and it is in fact, uh, a play. Um, okay. Is it a play about us? No. Um, just, just, uh, just glancing at the, at the names and skimming a bit. Um, the, the characters are called, uh, Camilla and Casilda, um, they appear to be at some kind of a masquerade ball, um, and they are they're, they are anticipating um, someone's arrival at midnight. And I guess there was no title page within the cover. Uh, no, the play just kind of starts. I'm going to uh, slip the book out the door. To uh, oh, I think Alex just went upstairs. Yeah, I'm here. I don't think he's back. Oh, you're back? I'm going to slip the, the book to uh, Matilda? Melinda. Melinda is it. Is it uh, I think this is it. Is this it? Is that it? Um, yeah, you, you glance through it. It It is, in fact. Wait, have you seen it yes. before? I forget. That's right, you have. Yeah. Uh, yep, it's a, it's a red book. No markings on the spine or the front cover. Yes, yes, that's it. All right, I I'm going to get out of take here, it and pocket but, it. But real quick, I need to I need to check. I want to see what the titles of the books that she has on her, the ones that she was reading that she left open. What was she? Okay, those she are reading? those are um, through the archway in in the library area. Oh no, I'm not going in there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, I thought you meant they were in her part of the apartment. 
Um, no, no. They are they are on the reading tables. Um, All right. Well, then scratch that. I'm not. <coughs> I'm not going in there. Um, about that, about that time, uh, the record ends, um, you hear the, you hear the song come to a crescendo and, and a climax, um, and then you, you hear, uh, laughter and the sounds of somebody changing the record, um, and then, a, a slower, more somber song, um, you know, something, something with strings comes on. Um, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of schmaltzy and, um, a little bit, a little bit maudlin sounding. Um, and again, kind of, kind of muffled a couple, a couple of rooms distant at least. Uh, well, seeing as we just stole something, I think we should leave before we get caught. Yes. And sorry, I'll be right back again. Um, meanwhile, Ben, what are you up to? Well, um, if we found the book, uh, and as soon as we got it, I was going to get out of there, because uh, we are trespassing, and this place is creepy, and the last time people were here, I was told that she attacked them with a hatchet, or a machete, so uh, I'm not uh, overly fond of being a, a, a struck at with a sharp object. Um, okay, so in that case, uh, you you guys leave the room without incident. Um, you do you close the door behind you or you leave it open? We leave uh, it as we found it. Yeah. Okay. Best not to leave evidence that we were there. Um. Uh, so yeah, you you are you are in the hallway and you have found. Um, a copy of the play. All right, well, like I said, first things first, let's get the hell out of the hallway before someone walks by and sees us here. Thank you, we'll head back back to... Abigail's Yeah, the apartment. apartment? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So so now that we have it, what are we going to... What's... How, what are we going to do with it? How is this going to help us? Well, I guess we can read it and see if we can find any clues from it. I mean, uh, from what we discovered from somebody glimpsing through it before, something happens at midnight. How um, many pages? Well, they're waiting for someone to show up at midnight or something. How many uh, pages? That's basically all you got. Just a bad to... idea. <laughs> well, if we can't access the rooms or other floors if we don't get it, maybe this book is supposed to help us get it so that we can get up there. Yes, well, that's I... that's possible. It was, it was you that cor- really wanted it, Melinda, so, uh, so huh? why don't You're you right. give it a look, I guess. And... And according to the most people we talked to, she's still in this building, just lives up on the higher floors, which we can't get to unless we understand it, I guess. Oh, boy. How long is the book, Ryan? Um, it's it's about, um, I mean, it's a it's a two act play, so you could probably <clears throat> read through it in about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. 
All right, I'm gonna. I'll head back down to uh, Abigail's apartment, and I am going to. Holy fucking shit! I'm gonna read the King in Yellow. Okay. Um. So, um, hold make on, hold me... on. Really, really bad idea. Do you oh, want to read idea. it out loud? No. <laughs> okay. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Um, is I mean, anyone else reading, at least one of us has to her. be sane enough to finish this. Uh, I think Ben is curious about it because he really wants to get it to be able to get up on the other floors. So he might be reading over your shoulder or reading with you. Okay. Um, in that case, I'll roll for both of you. I think Phil will uh, start keep on uh, doing taking care of the walls as since he's you know to you know take the time since he's not doing okay. anything else um and maybe I'll go upstairs and secure the door open while uh while they're reading all right Although um, that's so not let's start take an hour and a half maybe I should search with Meyer all right we'll start with the readers cuz that's easy um okay so y- you each lose 3 sand that's it. Okay. That's it. Because um, I rolled a one. It's a one d four plus two. Um, each each of you adds plus five percentiles to any art skill. Any art skill. Any art skill that you have gets plus five percent. Um, what if you don't have an art skill? Um. Could craft work, or is it specifically art? No, it's it's specifically art. Um, I I would say I would say give yourself one in that case. Okay. Um, sure. Art. Uh, hmm. Art painting. Art, art sculpture. I gave, I gave myself art sculpting. Okay. I'll take. How painting. much are we giving ourselves in this? Five uh, percent. So it's not a whole lot. Unless you consider, I mean, some people say the martial arts are an art form. I was, I was just going to say that too. I think, aren't you a kickboxer, right? I am. Yes, I am a martial artist. That's fighting. Uh, that fuck it. Mm. What? <laughs> he he read the king in yellow. It has to make sense to him. Uh, I'll I'll give it to him. Uh, or so, I mean, if it's if it's something that has to make sense, what about a cult? Like, well, no. It, that I mean, it it doesn't it doesn't have to make strict sense. It has to make sense to you. So if you want to say that you understand like how to how to move better, how to how to be more expressive, it's it's almost like you're dancing. Um, but in but you're you're doing uh kickboxing or or capoeira or or you know kung fu or whatever can i um, change I'll, mine to interpretive dance if you want to um and you also you also gain plus 5 percentiles in unnatural okay that's yeah Okay. 
Okay. Let me see. Give me one second. Because they put the summary of the play at the beginning of the book and the um, sand effects and all of the mechanical effects at the end of the book. So. So whip it good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, in the play, a stranger arrives at a masked ball in the far-off royal court of Yatil in Carcosa. Calling himself the Phantom of Truth, he reveals that of all the partygoers, only he wears no mask. He claims his own pallid mask, a porcelain rictus, is his true face. The revelation somehow signals the end of the partygoers' world. Um, so, so that is, uh, that is the end of the play. It, uh, it, it strikes midnight. The Phantom of Truth reveals that he, he wears no mask. Um, and the curtain comes down as the, um, as the party, uh, descends into madness and chaos. That's to a party. That is the name of the city. Oh, the he, the the guest was from Carcosa. Um, well, Util is the city. Carcosa is the country where it where oh, it Carcosa takes place. Oh, the country. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Honestly, I was expecting a bit more. Yeah, it's not like the other play that's being passed around this building where it's about the tenants and us, apparently. Mm. Having having read it, though, you do realize that it has made you... It, it has fundamentally, like, changed your viewpoint of, of the world. That's where your extra percentiles in unnatural and interpretive dance and martial arts uh, come in. You, you start you start thinking about your own expressivity and um, the the different the different ways uh, in which you can create um, your your mind just fills with the possibilities. Hmm. Although I have to say, I do kind of think I get it now. Yeah, you know, it Can you guys it definitely helps me understand. What, Chris? I was asking if you guys could hear the helicopter. I was going to mute myself, but the helicopter's gone already. Okay. And I guess you guys didn't hear it. Now I'm going to listen back to the playback to see if I can hear it. It was pretty loud. I'm surprised you didn't. 
Yeah, I I actually did hear it, um, but it it went away. So anyway, role playing. I heard it too, but I live with you. Did you you. just hear that helicopter? (laughs) (laughs) There was a helicopter in game too, Ryan. Try to keep up. So yeah, I I think I get it a little bit now. What about you? Yeah, I I think I do. Maybe we should try heading upstairs now. Yeah, uh, let's check on what the others have found. Anything else stuck Meanwhile, in the wall? Meanwhile, we're in the same exact um, room, honestly. So, uh, the both of you guys make me a search check. See if out there's of twenty-nine else. out of seventy-one. I found this personal massager. <laughs> uh, I failed, like always. You fail. It's big and pink, and it vibrates. All right. Um, I'm gonna rub it against so my Chris, neck to get the kicks out. Yes, Chris, you find this. Um, hang on, I'll move it over. <clears throat> it's the one labeled eighty-one. Sheet music? The sheet music, yep. Is it the Moonlight Sonata? Like in Resident Evil? Red Dawn surmise what we shall do when this blue starlight dies and all is through. (coughs) That's what it says. Um, so yeah, you, you kind of take that down from the wall and, and ponder it for a bit. Um, Phil, uh, you're, you're working on trying to get, um, what, what you think is part of a neck brace off of the wall. Um, when you, you catch something moving out of the corner of your eye, um, someone, someone just walked by the bathroom door, um, it, it, the figure, the figure, um, moved a little too quickly for you to for you to see them. But you you think that they were wearing like a white suit and carrying a, a leather briefcase. Um, so, yeah, what do you do? That's hey, uh, uh, hey Ben. Hey, what's up? I'm at Ben. ben. I'm at Hal. <laughs> well, you you do you do call Ben. Ben is pretty engrossed in whatever it is oh. they're reading. Um, oh. ha- you you call Hal? him a yeah. Hal. 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 All right, I'm just gonna go for it, guy. Yeah, no. Chris, Chris said he'll answer. brb. I'll, I'll just yeah, go in the hallway, I, I guess. 
Okay. Um, well, it was it was in the bathroom oh, um, that you I'll saw just, the figure. I'll I'll, I'll I'll go into the bathroom, I guess. Okay, you push open the bathroom door, um, and it it hits the wall. Um, oh. You you realize that if this person walked past the bathroom door, it was it was kind of open. Yeah. They would have had to have walked through the wall into the into the um, into the sink and through the medicine cabinet by the way wow. they were going, and it and it looks like they did it, um, you know, with, without stopping. Um, so go ahead and make me make me a sand check against unnatural. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's a fail too. Okay, and that will be find that. There we go. Um, okay. Uh, so, so you just lose one, and you're the only one paying attention, really. So, um, um, you, you just, you just kind of look around the bathroom and, and you catch sight of yourself in the mirror. Um, and you have like this, this weird, like ego dissonant moment where you don't recognize yourself and it's really disconcerting. Oh shit. Um, yeah, I guess I, I stare at the where I, I thought he would walk into and then I would stay there for a couple like couple minutes pondering and then I would just attempt to walk through the pl- walk into the wall I guess or into the sink all right I mean, uh, you know, I'll yeah, just keep the... walking for- I'm going to hurt myself yeah. probably <laughs> you 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 like confidently take a step um, and, and the sink just kind of like, uh, rams right into your middle. So like, you don't, you don't walk into it hard enough to take damage, but it's, it just sort of like knocks the wind out of you for a second. Uh-huh. Okay. That's weird. Um, you, you look over back at your companions and you see, uh, Hal seems to be pondering over a, a brown piece of paper that he took down from the wall, and the other two are just um, you. you it, it's it's kind of um, unsettling. Uh, they both seem to be mouthing the words to the play in unison, and and each unaware that the other is doing it. That's weird. Uh. Ryan, out of character. How much I have? Uh, I have four in unnatural now. I mean, so I'm not sure how that works. Um, so if you um, if you get three checks in either uh-huh. uh, violence or uh, helplessness before hitting yeah. a breaking point, then you become uh-huh. hardened to it. Um, uh-huh. Unfortunately, the unnatural you can't ever become hardened to. It's it's always gotcha. a fresh shock to see it. Um, All right. Gotcha. No problem. Yeah. I guess I'll just go into the uh, back into the room and see what uh, Hal's looking at. All right. 
let's see if Chris is, uh, Chris is back. So now you can speak to him and he will answer you. Hey, what, 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 you, what you got there? Nope, not Sorry, still talking to me. Okay. Unmute as well. Uh, all right. Uh, it's, a, it's a song. I, here, and I'll hand it to you. Uh, okay, summarize. If I wasn't a lazy piece of shit, I'd have run upstairs, grabbed my keyboard, and played the notes out. Yeah, again, it's talking about like dawn and starlight, so it's it's definitely a theme in this is day and nights. Yeah, yeah, this keeps coming up. So, how long until James and I are done reading the book that we definitely should not have read? Um, we'll say about this time, um, you guys have, have wrapped up. It's It's been a good hour of, um, you know, you guys searching for things and, um... Like I said, um, Phil, you look over at the two of them, and um, Ben and, and Melinda have just sort of, um, they've reached the end of the book at the same time, um, and they both they both look dazed for a second, um, as if they've gone somewhere else, and then they just snap out of it. Well... Hello, friends. We're back. So, anything yeah. interesting? Uh, yes, well, but uh, it's... Yeah, lots it's interesting. It's hard to describe. Yeah, but I think I get it now. I, I do. I think I get it. Well, that's good. I start to do a little interpretive dance for them. To explain it to them through dance. Okay, uh, roll your art interpretive dance at 5%. That is a 31 out of 5. I mean, I just got it. So, I mean, I obviously haven't gotten any rhythm yet. You yeah, don't yeah, just suddenly you know, read rhythm. Yeah. You do get to mark it because you tried and failed, James, so you improve it at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you thought you had it, and, and maybe if you had a little bit more space, you you want to do this grand, expressive dance. Um, if, if, you, if you had a, a large stage uh, to truly perform on, um, this, this would have been a sight to see, but, you know, in a, in a, a tiny brownstone apartment... Um, with with three other adults in the same room, it's it's kind of it's kind of difficult. You you almost like uh, bump into Melinda and um, there's there's all kinds of crap on the floor because you guys have been uh, cataloging things. Um, it, it's 
you kind of you kind of like realize what what you're doing and and how it's not gonna work uh, before you embarrass yourself too much. But goddamn, if you if you had the space, you could really tear it up. I, I, uh, I don't think I could express myself enough in this room. You get you guys wouldn't get it from just this little bit. Of this I, I, underst- I understand what you were trying to do, Ben. And you're you're right, but yes, I, I get it. But yeah, there's there's not enough not enough space here. I kind of just look well, at uh, Hal. I, I I shrug, give him like a, a wide eye. Like I don't get it either. <laughs> If if he had more space, you would get it. Uh, okay. Right. So, uh... I don't think this is not something that can longer. be explained through words. Anyway, I, I don't think we can put it off any longer. I think it's time to go upstairs. I, I agree. Yes, yes. Much, very much so. Um, okay. Um, so with that, you guys head up to the, uh, the third floor landing. Um, you, you catch sight of the door to the roof. Um, beyond, you can, you can smell, um, the, there, there seems to be, there seems to be this, the scent of a fire, um, or, or cigar smoke. You can't, you can't really tell. Um, it's, it's definitely got like a smoky, ashy quality. Um, and when you, when you open the door, uh, that, that room is there, the smoking lounge. Um, there are the, you know, uh, overstuffed leather chairs, uh, roaring fire in the, in the hearth. Um, there's a, there's a wet bar to one side, um, and there's a, there's a, a table, um, with, uh, Rourke still sitting there. Um, he has, he has mixed himself, um, looks, looks like, a, an old fashioned, um, it's, he's got like a couple of sugar cubes, uh, floating in a glass of whiskey, um, and he's just got, uh, the Angostura bitters and he is drowning it in that. Uh, he looks up when you when you open the door and he says, "Ah, well, welcome back." Ah, you remember us? I say as I start to tie rope to one end of the door. Of course, I remember you, you fucking halfwit. Why wouldn't I remember so, you? Well, about. Three times in our last conversation, you seemed to forget us. As we were mid-conversation. Listen, you buffoon. I, uh, I don't have a lot of company here, so, uh, I'll, I'll overlook that. Why don't you, uh, why don't you take a seat, play some cards? Hang on, I'm going to tie the other end of the rope to something in the hallway so the door cannot close. Okay. Then I'm going to duct tape the knots to the doors. And um, I I imagine there's a latch in the door. Um, Yeah. To keep it from opening. I'm going to 
push that in with duct tape. So even if the door closes, you could just push it back open. Okay. You should probably um, wedge something in the uh, in the hinges too, so it has a difficult time closing. Let's um, see. Yeah, could I like jam some of the rope through the hinge this way? It couldn't physically close because the probably not. Do you have um? Do you have any kind of craft roll or? Let's see. Let's see. I have craft uh, electric. Strict engineer, mechanical engineering, uh, physics. Well, that's a science. I don't think I have anything like that. All right. Um, so, so just um, make me a roll against. Uh, let, let's see. We'll we'll call it uh, we'll call <sighs> it um, Dex times five. 22. That's okay. good. Uh, uh, never mind then. I was going to say if I, if, if I could help you, but I, it sounds like you don't need it. No, I critically succeeded again. Okay. Um, yeah, the, it, would, it would take somebody like 10 minutes with a, with a pocket knife uh, and some fierce determination to close this door. It is, uh, it, it is staying open. There is, there is no way that this door could could close without some serious effort being um Rourke walks up to you um Phil and Melinda and um he's just kind of regarding uh Hal with a with a you know cockeyed glance and he and he goes so your friend's into bondage, I see. Uh, I think he's just uh, taking the proper precautions. Mm. Well, if any of you want to join me on planet Earth, I'll be over there playing cards. As tempting an offer as that is, we're actually here on business. We need to go upstairs. Oh. Now there's Could you a, there's point a us in the direction of the stairs? Uh, we, we're certainly. He he gestures uh, out out a door uh, on the opposite side of the room. Uh, you want to go? You want to go past the uh, night manager's apartment? Um, and it's it's somewhere around there. Great. Well, thank you very much. Oh yeah, we kept hearing about that night manager, Mister Castine. Yeah, uh, we were gonna go talk to him last time, but then uh, we saw people with shotguns and decided to leave. Right, that, that seems like a good idea. Whoa, that's a yeah. big echo. Is anyone else hearing me echo? And it just um, I did for a minute, but it stopped. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we want to stop and speak to Mr. Castane, or just uh, head upstairs? I mean, Mr. Castane has been brought up a numerous amount of times, uh, especially from work over there. Um, I I haven't actually had the 
I, I remember we were going to talk to him about getting to the upper floors, but then, uh, you know, shotgun people made us have to leave. And then we had a little bit of a freak out because we were trapped up here and didn't know how to get out. That's understandable. Well, why don't we go knock on his door now? Uh, okay, that, we can do that. I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay, um, so so you guys walk to the door at the end of the hall. Um, the um, the wallpaper in this hallway is is uh, got this uh, gold filigree on like a green background, um, and and it's it's got this sort of alternating um, you know uh, striped pattern to it like back behind the filigree, uh, it kind of hurts your eyes to look at. Um, and, and you notice that the, the paper isn't quite in, in such good repair. It looks, it looks to be peeling in a couple of places, uh, uneven in others. Um, and as you, as you walk down the hallway, you, you just feel this, uh, oppressive weight on your, on your chest. Um, but you you shake it off, and after a few seconds, uh, you you knock on the door. Um, it is answered by an old man. Um, he's he's got kind of a he's got a, a mustache um, and uh, uh, an unkempt uh, shock of white hair. Um, <clears throat> I wonder how he, I can duplicate that effect. Uh, around my doorway so that people don't come and knock when I'm trying to, you know, just be myself, especially as a manager. You know, that would be great that no one comes and knocks on my door because just walking down the hallway makes them feel uneasy. Um, he he looks you up and down and says, uh, how may I help you? Ah, uh, Mr. Mr. Castain, is it? Uh, oui. Uh, Henri de Calvados Castain, at your service. Uh, Are you new well, to the uh, building? Yes, in a way. Um, we are looking for uh, Abigail Wright. Ah, young Abby. Yes, um... She she recently moved upstairs uh, with the encyclopedia salesman. Yes. Uh, do you know his name? Oh. What is his name? Uh, you know, it's it has been a while since I've caught up with the fellow. I I would have to I would have to ask him to remind me. I see, of course. And do you know what room they're in? What floor they're on? Second on the thirteenth floor, room sixty-six. <laughs> um, he actually he says, um, apartment ten B up on the sixth floor. Ten B on the sixth floor, and that's the salesman's apartment. Uh, oui, oui, oui. 
And which, which floor? This is the fourth floor? Uh, yes. Are you all right? You, you, seemed, you seem a bit confused about uh, where, where you are. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I, I was confused earlier. I'm just making sure I know exactly where we are now. There were just a lot of stairs. I see. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, it is difficult to adjust, uh, but but what one does, uh, one one finds all sorts of possibilities open. Uh, of tell me, would would you would you like to come in? Um, I I I don't have much, uh, but I I could offer you some uh, some brandy, perhaps. Well, that's that's very kind of you, but we're. Uh, I don't. I don't think we could stop now. Do you know? Is there any way to get to the hotel Brodalion from here? Oh, the the hotel. Yes. Well, y- y- you are here, my friend. This is the he hotel. Looks, he looks. He looks puzzled. Yes. Yes. Hotel Brodalion. Uh, of course. Of course. Uh, and do you do you happen to know uh, what room uh, Mister Darabandi is in? Let me see. He's under your bed. Ooh. With a candy cane. Oh. And some Skittles. Oh. But only the white ones. Trying to find... Does he would? No. I think I want candy, which is why I'm talking about candy. Find Okay. Um he says one moment. Okay. So the the downside of a three hundred page campaign book is Kind of difficult to find what you're looking for sometimes. Um, Oh, yes. uh, Monsieur Darabondi, he lives in uh, room 616. And is that... uh, what, What floor is that on? 
six. Oh, so is he sixth? Great. So Mr. Mr. Darabandi and the salesman live on the sixth floor. Do we? Oh, well, thank you so much. You've been you've been so helpful, Mr. Castain. Oh, are you sure you won't come in? I, I, I do love meeting new tenants. Yeah. I no no I th- we're, we're sure. Uh make me uh, uh, maybe a humint roll. A humint. Where's my human? That is not going to go well. Oh, I got a 97 out of 11. Yeah, he seems like a friendly old man. Dice Golem is not with us tonight. I'm sure he does, but we have work to do. All right, well, uh, good luck getting situated and uh, finding your way up to the sixth floor. Uh, he he turns much. and he turns and closes the door. Well, shall we try to get upstairs then? Yeah. Oh, Is that still happening? Nope, it's gone again. Uh, Alright, so I guess we're head for the stairs. Okay, um... So, let's get to the page about navigating in the night floors. Is there an escalator or an elevator, or is it only stairs? Oh, an elevator would be great. You, You are not sure. Visual, visualize us an elevator, James. I already did. <laughs> I was imagining how we would fit in the room. <laughs> and the best part about it is it could stick out the side of the building because spatial, like, you know, awareness mm-hmm. in this building doesn't make sense. Yep. All right. Uh, who Who is leading the way? Um, I guess I will. Well, wait a second. Uh, what's your sanity at, James? I mean, I would lead the way. My sanity's at 79. And uh, Oh, yeah, fuck it, you do it. Also, I was thinking of a Wonka Vader. Yeah, you do it then. My sanity's at 45. Unless Meyer wants to lead, but he just doesn't get it yet, I don't think. No, he, he, he could lead, but he just he just doesn't get it. Leave me alone, you weirdos. Yeah, we are. All right. Why don't you so do you some more uh, dancing? You're just right. jealous. Um, so, you don't get so it. So Ben, Ben is leading the way. Yeah. Okay, so Ben, make me a sand roll. Excuse me. Make a sand check. What if I don't want to? Um, well, too bad. You have to. I got a 52 out of 79. Okay. Um, 
you lose uh, either one sand from the unnatural or one willpower. Oof. That's harsh. You get to choose which one. Probably go with the sand. Yeah, I think I'll take the sand. Um, okay, uh, so you you set off uh, in the direction that the night manager gestured uh, toward the toward the stairs, um, and and everybody you're you're just kind of following behind Ben. Um, Ben, there's this there's this really weird thing that happens. For a second, the world just gets kind of runny. Um, it it looks like it looks like the walls turn liquid. Um, the there are there are some some doors that just sort of melt out of existence and then reform elsewhere. Um. Everything gets kind of, you know, shimmery and hazy for a second. Um, and when you turn back to where the night manager's apartment was, uh, you you just see uh, more hallway. Uh, this this time, unfortunately, uh, well, uh, the the area where the where the paper was was peeling away, um, it is now completely decrepit. Um, it, it looks like the, the walls have, have black mold growing on them. The wallpaper is mostly gone. Um, the, uh, the carpet is just soaked. Um, and you can, you can feel it, uh, squish. Something is, something is like squelchy under your shoes as you, as you walk. Um, and there's, there's this awful smell of, of mildew and decay, uh, that just sort of overwhelms you. Um, I everybody not else taking so much acid. You you get the same you get the same strange sensation. Um, and and again when you when you look back, um, you see you see just as I described um, the the terrain has completely shifted around you. Um, and you're now in this uh, old, ratty-looking hallway. D- did we just time travel? Who knows? I, 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 I don't know if we're still going the right way. Well, it's a hallway. There's only two ways we can go: forward and back. And you could go the wrong way down the two-way street. Yes. Well, it's I'm not gonna. Like we're gonna walk a mile in the wrong direction. Well, in in this building, anything's possible. Um, I I know I was thinking about the sixth floor, and somehow we wound up in a decrepit area of the floor. You are there doors next to us, Ryan? Are there doors in the hallway? Um, yes, there are. Are they numbered, or are they just blank doors? Um, they are just blank doors. Uh, I'm gonna open one. Oh, okay. You do it, then. Okay. 
Let's see, we'll find one. Okay. Um, who's opening the door? I am. Okay, uh, Ben. Um, there, there is a, a double door just slightly down the hallway. So you, you jog a ways down, <coughs> um, and you throw open the doors, um, to find a ballroom full of human-sized marionettes. Uh, marionette couples sway and dance, their strings disappearing up into the dark. Uh, marionette waiters bring empty glasses to tables of revelers. A marionette band seems to play a soothing melody. Um, is it the melody so that's the sheet music written on the paper? Um, you don't have the paper with you. Uh, I think Cal has it. Um, go ahead and I'll make me a sand paper. check. Um, from the unnatural. By the way, I knew it was going to be puppets. I don't know why. I just knew it. I rolled a straight up forty. Okay, uh, so you don't you don't lose any sand. Um, but this this scene just just sort of persuade per, persists. Um, it, the the waiter um, you know places a glass. The waiter marionette places a glass down um, next to a next to a, a puppet um, patron of the of the ballroom, uh, and then and then walks away or sort of glides away uh, through through a door. Uh, Does this kind of look like Captain Scarlet or more like uh, Thunder Thunderbirds? Um, the, the marionettes are, um, they, they have, they have blank faces. Uh, they're, they're more, um, if, if you've ever seen like a, like a dressmaker's dummy, um, they, they've got like the, the shape of a human form, um, but, but no features. Um, oh, so they're like the they, posing they, dolls, like the art dolls. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's creepy. They do have really long, thin fingers, though. You you watch as the the uh, marionette waiter uh, sets down the glass, and and you see the articulated joints of its fingers, um, and and just the the tiny, intricate strings that seem to you know flex to make it move. You're not real sure how that works. That's definitely some engineering. That's not some, that's not Henson. That's not Henson Imagineering. That's definitely some different type of engineering. Yeah. Um, so the uh, the the puppet couples continue to dance, and the puppet band continues to play. What what do you do? I I slowly back away and close the door, and I just turn to the group, and I be like, "Well, that's not my room." I I don't know what to tell you guys was behind that room. Um it just wasn't right. That was I, to be expected. I think I I don't like where we are. I think we might be in hell or another dimension. 
I think it's another dimension. Another dimension. Another dimension. Another dimension. Uh, are there? Is there any door that looks like it would open to a stairwell? Um, you you could try. Do you want to lead a group action? Um, I guess I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna try to open a door with. Uh, All right. By myself first, I guess. Uh, make me make me a sand check. All right. Oh wait, I think I. Yeah, that's a thirty-seven out of forty-five. Okay, um, you lose either one sand or um, or one willpower. I'm gonna go with the willpower. Okay. Um. You you open a door, um, and the um, it, it's a it's a, a larger room, uh, like like an event hall, um, or or e- even a ballroom, uh, similar to the one that uh, Ben just saw. Uh, but it's dark. All of the tables are uh, folded up against the walls, um, and in the middle of the parquet floor. Uh, you see a guy um, in his 30s. Uh, he appears to be restrained on some kind of a medical table. Um, and he, he's like struggling and uh, and mumbling to himself. Oh, did you find what's his name? Well... I'm, uh, my charisma is seven, and my, and I'm, and I'm adapted to helplessness, so, I think I'm just gonna close the door. But that might be Langford. Oh, are you looking in the room? No, I'm. I'm not. That wasn't my character. I was out of character. That, that oh, might so, be I'll say, so I'm standing. I'm standing in the doorway with the door open, looking into it, and I say, oh, "There seems to be a man strapped to a table in here. No stairs, though. Like a real man, or is it a puppet? Uh, he he looks real. He's struggling like a real man. I I just opened a room full of puppets, and they were doing like. A ballroom thing with glasses and serving drinks. It was weird. Wait a minute. Uh, he's on a. You said he's on like on a medical table, Ryan. Yes. Is it on? Is it on wheels? Um, it is not. Yeah. Okay. Well, Do you think it might be Langford from Act Two? I mean, Scene Two. Uh, I mean, I guess it could be. Is the man is the man gagged? Can he talk? Um, no, he's not gagged. Um, his his ankles and wrists and uh, his his chest and and midsection are all strapped down, though. So he he is definitely trapped. Excuse me, sir. What? Uh, what's your Who's name? Who's there? My name is Vega. Who who are Vega. you? Oh, I'm I'm Melinda. 
Do you know where the stairs are? No, I, I don't. Um, please, please help me. I, I don't Why? know how I got here. Uh, I'll turn to the others. Well, what do you think? I don't think he's real. I, I think he's definitely real. Well, if you want to go get him, I'll hold the door. All right, all right I'll go. To, I'll, 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 uh, I'll go into the room. I, uh, I, my, I'm, I'm, my name's uh, uh, Agent. Uh, I'll, I'll just make something up. I'm uh, Agent. Uh, Johnson. Johnson. From, with the FBI. Uh, what happened here? Okay. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think they may have, I think they may have given me something. Um, maybe, maybe sodium pentothal or, or, um, some, some kind of barbiturate. I, I feel... I feel I feel really sick and and dizzy. Please, you have to you have to let me up. You have to let who's, me up. Wait. Okay, okay. Who's the people on masks? He his I'm eyes shocked. his eyes go wide. His eyes go wide. And he goes, "You've you've seen them?" Yeah. <clears throat> he <laughs> uh, He he looks at you and 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 says, "Hey, what's what's the weather like in sunny, sunny Florida?" Was it? Oh, it's rainy, rainy. Rain, Our response rainy, is rainy, rainy, rainy all the time. It's rainy, rainy all the time. Oh, thank God! Listen, my name is my name is Michael Whitwer. I'm a DE agent. I'm a DEA agent. I'm I'm with the program. They they sent us they sent us into Dorchester House. I I think I think I might be trapped there. Um so as he as he is speaking, uh yeah. a moment later, uh the floor opens and the entire table begins to retract very slowly into it. Uh, his uh, his eyes go wide and he just starts screaming, "Help me! Help me! Please, please! God, don't let them take me! Don't let them take me!" So what do you do? I, I guess I'll try to help him. Yeah, okay. I think uh, after hearing uh, him start screaming like that, I think Ben just d- ignores all of his warning signs and runs in and tries to help too. Um, in that case, uh, both of you make me Dex times five checks. I'll keep holding the door open. I got a 50 out of 55. I got a 12 out of 75. Okay. Um, so, so you guys, um, you guys try to get his bonds free. Um, the, the weird, the weird thing though, is that, um, they're, these leather straps are kind of looped through the table and they fasten from underneath. Um, so, so you're, um, you're like on the side of the table and, and trying to get them, trying to get them loose. Um, 
the table is most of the way into the floor right now. Uh, you you think you got one of his hands free, and and James, uh, you you've got one of his feet. Um, he he starts uh, tearing at the strap on his chest. Um, both of you make me an alertness roll. Can I try to? Uh, I'm f- standing in the doorway. Uh, sure. You you make it I at failed. a minus ten. I I did not pass. You did mm. not pass. Let me see. I did pass with a minus ten. That's an eighteen out of thirty-two. Okay. Um, so you guys, you guys see nothing but darkness. Um, you're, you're too focused on him and his screaming and, and trying to get him free. Um, Melinda, you, you see, uh, through, through the hole in the floor, um, there's, there's somebody standing in, in like, uh, uh, you know, mostly darkness, um, uh, with a, a pale face with empty eye sockets, just looking back up at you, uh, from an impossible distance, uh, and, and whatever, whoever this is, um, makes direct eye contact with you. Um, so make me a sand check from the unnatural. Yay! Darkness! That one I do not make. You lose four. Ouchies. Ouch, Kibibbles. Getting getting pretty close to that second breaking point. Um So the the two of you are are like on the table. He's most of the way, you know, down into the floor. Um the um the table is is just about to like slip out of your reach. Um and and you can you can see that the the doors uh the 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 flaps whatever they are in the floor that just opened up to uh admit this guy are starting to close on him um he's he's still got uh very many more straps on them on him so um michael it doesn't look like we're going to uh, able to do it do you just want to don't you leave me! Don't you leave me! Please! Please, no! Don't! Don't leave! Can I throw him a box cutter? Why don't you try to... Um... I just... I, I whispered to... I just whispered to Ben to sh- shoot him. Fuck it. I'll shoot him. Okay. Um... Make me make me a firearms check. Um, you can you can have it at a plus twenty. He's restrained to a table. Uh, you you are you know you got a pretty good. You're, you're in um, point blank range of him. So it was thirty nine out of forty, but then you said I got plus what twenty. Um, so thirty nine out of sixty. Um. Uh, yeah, you, you shoot him, um, in, in the chest. 
he he struggles for a second, and you you see him like reach out, uh, and and then he his his body just goes slack, um, and uh, he he disappears into the darkness. Um, so Ben, go ahead and make me that sand check for violence. Because you just mercy killed a man? Don't shoot me first! Um, I did not succeed. Okay, um... Uh, so you lose five. Ooh. And that's a temporary, right? Unless you project it, James. Might be good to project that so you don't get a temporary insanity. I, I, unless, yeah, you want, I, unless you want to go insane. You should go insane. That's always my goal. <sighs> it's only a temporary, right? Yeah, fight, flight, or freeze. Um, no, actually, you're fine. Oh. Oh, never mind then. I right, roll with it. Yeah, you, so so here's here's the way this goes. Uh, <laughs> um, Phil Phil says you, you you should just shoot him. Uh, by the way, I would say uh, everybody who saw that make me that same uh, sand check due to violence. Um, right. I feel like it would be more helplessness because okay, that that works too. Alright, so I don't. I'm adapted to helplessness. Eh, he was dead anyway. Alright. So I'll give Meyer fail, I give him 1d4. Um, so Phil, you take 4. Um, ben, Ben, you kinda... You, you do what Phil says without really... Thinking about it, because it would be a mercy. He, you know, he's he's being subjected to who who knows what. Um, you shoot him, and you watch his body disappear, and the floor closes up behind him, and it's as if it's as if he was never there. Um, and you just you lower the gun. Um, you you look at your hands. You've got like a little bit of a a little bit of a powder burn. Um, and you can smell the gun smoke, and you just kind of think to yourself, "Oh my God, what did I do?" And then there's this sort of numbness that washes over you. You think it would it would have more of an effect on you, you know, just shooting a man um, in cold blood. Was that cold blood? You're you're not sure, but he's dead now, and that's totally your fault. And you feel kind of ambivalent about that. I mean, I know I was saving him from whatever torture, but uh, I don't know. I did have to kill him, and that's... that's. I don't know what I was saving him from. Don't worry. I feel ambivalent about it, too. You you get the feeling that there's some kind of, like, revelation or, or emotional reaction that you should be having right now that is that is separated from you somehow like it's walled off and and it might come up at some point in the future but not right now 
You're you're doing just fine. Definitely gonna pop up during my third wedding. <laughs> Michael Whitwer. He was that was not Future Man. That was his name. He yeah, was from the, uh, his, the, the, was, the airplane. That was the name on the airline ticket that you found. 2015, right? Future Man. Uh, yep. Future Man, 2015. <clears throat> huh. And he said he was at... Did, what building did he say he was at? Um, he said the program sent us into Dorchester House. So, so this thing goes beyond just the one building, I get It goes... I, I, has that come up in any of your research into the author? Or the architect? Uh, well, he designed other buildings around New York. Uh, was Dorchester House one of them? Um, you're, you're from Boston. Um, make me an, make me an intelligence times five. Okay. My intelligence times five is 85. I like those odds. I got a 13, so that's a yes. Okay, uh, yeah, Dorchester House is, um, at, uh, at, well, yeah, at this point it is, um, a, a mental health facility in the Dorchester neighborhood of Boston. Hmm. I, I've um, that information. It's, it's, it's a, it's a high security, yeah, high security inpatient facility. Uh, right, and the flyer we had for, uh, the encounter group meets at St. Jude Church in Dorchester. Mm-hmm. Do I, what I happen to know is the church part of, like, that complex, or is it just nearby, or are they just, like, in the same neighborhood? Uh, it is, it is in the same, same vicinity, uh, within a couple of blocks, if your if your geography is right, okay. Well, those are in Boston, as is the St. Jude Church, where we found the flyer for that group. There, there's a lot of connections, and there's a lot of randomness that are starting to connect. I, I don't, I, I think I want to be finished with this mission as soon as possible. We need to find these damn stairs. Or we try to just leave and tell... So he said the program sent him. Is that how we would refer to Delta Green? Um, probably not at this point. Okay. Uh, but he did give you the correct... At this point. Yeah, he, he did give you the correct call and response. Right. Well, I mean, if he's from Boston, if he's operating from Boston, then, uh, you know, maybe they just call it differently there. It's a regional thing. Or actually, the airline ticket was from Los Angeles to... Oh, no, LAS is Las Vegas. So, he's from out west. So, maybe they call it something different. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. 
And I, I think uh, I think that's where we'll leave it for the week. Um, with with you guys realizing that uh, you know you've you've gotten yourselves into something much bigger than you initially thought, uh, and the camera uh, dollies out through the open through the open door and down the hallway and down another hallway, and it just pulls back and back and back. Um, Revealing this uh, labyrinthine maze of of corridors um, that that just sort of run into each other, um, and uh, and that's that's where we'll leave it. Great. Um. So uh, anybody who uh, checked a skill, you can improve it. I think you just add one percentile to it. Yep. My human's up to 12. Oh, boy. Uh, Ben's interpretive dance. Expert at reading people. Yeah. You just need to have more of those troubling human interactions. Yeah. They're so... Ugh. Yeah. Um, before we sign off, anybody have any questions, comments, suggestions, criticisms, anything you'd like to see more of or less of? Or uh, I mean, I enjoy it. It's uh, it's pretty fucked up. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a mindfuck, and uh, I'm enjoying the mindfuck. There's some there's some pretty horrific imagery in there. Yeah. I have a feeling it's only going to get worse. Well, at least until we find our room. All right. Um, well, in that case... Um, before we sign off, does anyone have any final will thoughts? Uh, I strapped a guy to a table and left him in a ballroom, so don't uh, release him. He's my dessert. <laughs>